Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we ask you to feed us today, God. We ask you to stir us, God. We ask you to move within us, around us, God, through us. Touch us today, God. Awaken us. Strengthen us. Encourage us. Build us up, Father God. Spirit of wisdom and revelation, come. We want to know the knowledge of you, the knowledge of what's around us, what we see and hear, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Today's message is called nakedness and nakedness because I had a dream last night and I saw somebody clothed and they were like had blankets on and then when I woke up I I out of the dream I was like it was like I knew that God was showing me that people are clothing themselves in their own reality, in their own comforts, in their own strength, in their own things. So I'm going to read this, and then all of a sudden this scripture came to my mind, because last night I'm like, I got all kinds of things. I can preach any messages, but I wanted something that God, for right now, and then I got that dream, so I knew this is the direction to go. Revelations 3, 3, 14 through 22. And the angel of the church of Laodiceus, something like that, write these things, saith the Amen and the faithful and true witness, the beginning of creation of God. I know thy works, and I know thou art neither cold nor hot, and I would that thou be cold or hot. So then that thou art. Say, um, lukewarm, neither cold nor hot, I'll spew thee out of my mouth. Now remember that, because that has a lot to do with being in Christ, right? Being in God. He says we're inside of Him, right? And because thou sayest I am rich, and increased with goods, and have need of nothing, and this is out of that dream last night, what I was feeling, and knoweth, and knoweth not what thou art wretched, miserable, poor, and blind, and naked. But to the natural eye, we look like things are great. To the natural eye, we look like everything's okay. We're going to be okay. Everything's well. But to God, we, we are naked. Because God doesn't see the things that we look for. God doesn't rely on the things that we rely on. God doesn't look like but in the spirit we need to be clothed with something and i believe that is christ so he goes on to say and this is jesus talking to the seven churches and we know the seven churches is there's only one church so he's he's speaking to this one gr group of churches but there's seven because at the end times it's in the book of revelation he's speaking when he takes these things he's speaking to us and i believe 100 percent if any church in the end times would be the last last day to last Laodicean church it would be probably America probably Australia maybe some of these you know first world countries that are doing well that's basically probably the ones that if you ever see them they don't need God so much we become religious because of the things that we have and we but you see the other countries the poor he said blessed are the poor for their is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are the poor because it's easier 
for a poor man to get into the kingdom of God than a rich man to get through an eye of a needle, right? He speaks about these things that because our dependency is on need. And when we don't need nothing, but God says when you don't need anything, you're really in need because you should need Him all the time. And this is the blessing of prosperity is good at times, but in the spiritual realm, it could be destruction for us. That's what he talks about. In the, in, in the last days, they'll be marrying, doing these things, and when the Son of Man comes, He'll come as a thief in the night, and they won't be ready because they'll be marrying, drinking, eating. And then it talks in Revelation about the delica delicacies of Babylon and all these things. So in that dream, that's what I saw. And he says, but then he says this, but you're not rich, you're not doing well, as you're miserable, poor, blind, and naked. And you're like, what are you talking about? I got a, I got 50 shirts and 25 pairs of pants and 10 different shoes, and they're all top brand shoes. What do you mean I'm naked? I'm talking about the spiritual being clothed in the spirit. And he says, He said, go and buy me gold tried in the fire. That, what is the gold? The gold is get the glory. The glory. Just think of gold as glory now because, again, we've been hitting this all the time. God is always using, and Jesus, when He preaches everything, He always uses the elements of the world so we can see the natural thing, so we can put it together with the spiritual thing. And we're going to get into this even a little bit more. But He says, go buy of me Gold tried in the fire, tested, true. Go test your faith that you may be rich and be of white raiment. And he's saying the things that you have, invest them in the kingdom, invest them in your time and prayer, invest them in one another, invest them in the poor, invest them in the word of God, not in the investments of what you're thinking everything's safe your own safety and your own. He says that the shame of your nakedness does not, will not appear at His coming. The shame of nakedness will not appear when the shaking. The shame of your nakedness will not appear when the storms and the floods come. Your house will still be sitting because it's founded on the rock, not on sand and on your own and wood, hay and stubble. This is what He's saying. And He says, And anoint your eyes with eye solvent that you may see. What do you mean? I see. I see the church buildings. I see the Bible. I read the Bible, but you don't see. Because it's not just reading a Bible. You have to see what's beyond the pages. You have to see what's beyond the letters. You have to see because if you don't see, you don't hear. Because if you don't hear, you can't see. You have to hear and see. They go together. It's like eyes to see and ears to hear is what he's saying. And anoint thy eyes with eye solvent that you may see. And so he's using another thing. There's no eye solvent. You can't go to the Christian bookstore and say, I'll have a, an ounce of eye solvent, please. And go home and put it on and see. This is all something too. You obtain it by a spiritual sense. And that's what he's saying. You know, you can pray. Maybe God send the angels to put some eye solvent on. Maybe God will open your eyes more. I don't know if that's a reality or not. But he's speaking about, you know, 
when there's stuff in your eye, you put, you can't see. It's like you got to go wash it and, and clean it, and you can see. You know, if you go go look at some of these coal miners and stuff, like they get covered and stuff, and they're gonna wash their eyes. You got all kinds of stuff so they can see. Some of us, we can call it go buy spiritual glasses. Because I know right now, if I see this, take my glasses off. I know there's a bunch of words here, but I don't know what they say. So when I put my, oh my gosh, I understand, I can read it. And I think that's where we are in the spirit. Yeah, we see things, but we, don't, we can't understand them because we need to be able to see with eyes, his eyes. And as many, and he says this, and as many I, lo I, I love, I rebuke and chasten, be zealous, therefore, and repent before I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, so he's saying, hear his voice, but actually move and do something about it is what he's saying. I will come into him and I'll sub to him. And then that's where we get the scriptures where it says, draw near to God and he'll draw near to us. That's a promise. And he says, to him that overcomes, and this is a very important, him that overcomes. What do you mean? We've already overcome Jesus because of Jesus. But why does he say he that overcomes? He's talking to the church. Because we live in a world where our, our faith will be tested. We are going to be tried. We're going to have chances to turn our back on God. We're going to have chances to deny Him. We're going to have chances to betray Him. So he's saying, we are overcomers by the blood of the Lamb, but we need to continue in the blood and continue eating the Lamb. He that overcome, I will grant him to sit with me. On my throne. What do you mean, sit with you? I'm already, we're, 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 we've been crucified with Christ. We're seated in heavenly places. Do you see it? We are, but are we? That's where we're supposed to be, but are we there? You know, everything that, everything that Paul said in all these revelations that he got isn't just for everyone that reads it. It's for everyone that believes it and obtains it and does it. Never Jesus said, who is my brother, mother, father, brother, sister, uncle, granny, and baby's daddy? Whatever. Those that do the will of the Father. I will sit with, they will sit with me, and I sit down with my Father on His throne. He that has ears to hear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. And I saw... Some are clothed in their jobs and their careers. But what's going to happen when that blanket is stripped away from you? What, are you going to be clothed in glory or are you going to be naked? Some are clothed in their bank accounts and their money. So what's going to happen if that's one day you go to the bank and all of a sudden big brother or whatever, they decide that you sh you're a Christian and you shouldn't have any money because you didn't take the mark of the beast and all you see is zeros and nobody wants to talk to you about it. What are you going to do? Are you going to, when, when that blanket's stripped away from you, are you going to be naked or are you going to be clothed in the glory and, and okay with things? Are you going to be prepared? Are you going to have things set aside? Are you going to have, be, some are clothed in their, in their worldly statuses. <clears throat> you know, doctor, lawyer, this and that with their plaques and their titles, even 
clothed in ministry, clothed in I'm apostle, prophet, evangelist, I'm a pastor, I'm a teacher. Well, if that's stripped away and you're fleeing to the mountains, are you going to be naked or are you going to be clothed in His glory? Some are clothed with their families. But when your families become your foe and when your families want to turn you into the authorities, when you no longer can even participate in family affairs because of carnality, because of lack of understanding, because they become your enemy, because the Bible says it, Jesus did not come to bring, He said, come to bring father against mother, brother. He's saying those that aren't in the glory, those that aren't in Christ, they will become your enemies. That's just how it is. I'm not talking about in religion or in somebody's belief, but in Christ. Some are clothed in what they do for God. It's not what you do for Him that clothes you in His glory. It's, it's Him. And we can go on and on with things that we cover ourselves with, that we protect ourselves with, that we put on, like these masks. I saw them like blankets in this dream, and I knew this is what God wanted me to preach today. But what is God wanting us to be clothed in? His glory. Let's see some things in Scripture now, so we know I'm not just coming out with some crazy ideas here, because I got some word for it. He wants us to be clothed in truth. Romans 13, 13 through 14. I'm not going to be long today. You're all probably going to be happy about that, but because now I'm going to Scripture. Let us walk honestly in the day, not in rioting or drunkenness, not in chambering or wantonness, not in strife or envying, but put on, yea, the Lord Jesus Christ. Now we know, oh, how do you put them on? It's like, well... He said, eat his flesh and drink. When you begin to commune with something, you become one with something. When you're in covenant with something, you're supposed to be coming one with something. So he is the word made flesh. So he says, we become one with the word. So we're like clothed in the word. Have you ever saw that picture probably out there and thing? It's like somebody had the word of God around them. That's what Jesus says, the word made flesh. So we put on Christ and make no provisions well, it says that later. And so it says, wantonness. So we put on Christ. Oh, here it is. Make no provisions for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. So we, we're hidden in Christ. And it, there's many other scriptures. Then it says also that we're clothed in humility. So let's see what that is. First Peter, now Peter's saying, one, verse 1 through 8, The elders which are among you exhort, who, also, who I am also an elder and a witness in the sufferings of Christ, also be partakers of the glory that shall be revealed. The glory. Remember the glory. Feed the flock of God which is among you, taking the oversight, not with constraint, but willingly, not for filthy lucre. That's not for the money, but of ready mind. Neither as being the Lord's, Lord's over God's heritage, but being an example to the flock. So he might, he's speaking to, 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 to those that speak for God and teach and preach in the fivefold ministers or whatever it might be. And when the chief shepherd shall appear, you shall receive a crown of glory. 
That fadeth not away. That fadeth not away. You're clothed in His glory. Likewise, younger, submit yourselves to the elder and be subject one to another and be clothed with humility. So think of all these garments. For God resists the proud. You can't wear humility, so it's another spiritual thing that He's Resist the proud and gives grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, and He will exalt you in due time, casting your cares upon Him. And we're going to get into that even in the last part of, what, of, of, of the clothing. For He cares for you. Be sober, vigilant, because the adversary of the devil is as a roaring lion, walks around. I can add now to this. Well, be careful, the religious people are listening. But what I said, that the... the the, the, because the adversary of the devil roams around as a roaring lion walking about seeking who may devour. Maybe I want to say, seeking who's naked. Seeking who's naked. Because if you're naked, you're out of the covering. You're out of the glory of God. Remember, Adam and Eve were in the glory of God until they ate the apple and then they knew they were naked because they didn't have clothes on, but they were clothed in His glory. So in the garden is in Christ. Christ is our heritage. So, you know, he didn't say this, but if Peter said it'd be okay, but now that I say it, it might not be the word of God. But what I'm trying to say is we were expounding on what Peter said because the adversary never walks around looking who is not clothed in humility because the Bible says, and, and, and it's true, because the Bible says if you exalt yourself above the word of God, so you're not under the Word of God, you're exalted yourself above the Word of God. Cast down imaginations, every high thing that exalts itself above the Word of God. When you do that, you exalt yourself above the Word of God. Pride exalts the Word of God. Pride was what cast, God cast Satan out of, out of his position. And he was clothed in mat. And he was, the Bible says that he looked better than all the other angels. He was the cherub, whatever, the worship. And he was clothed in all of this majesty, but he wanted to be better and greater. And then he became the adversary, the perdition, the, perdition, the, the devil in the darkness now. Because when you're out of the glory, you're in darkness. And there's no covering in the dark. We want to be covered in light. In His glory, it says, to be covered. Matthew 6, 19-44, Lay not yourselves treasures upon the earth, where moth and rust corrupt, where thieves break in and steal. But lay up your treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust corrupt. Nor What He's saying is, don't put your faith in what you can feel and touch. Put it in the kingdom of God. Don't, put, don't invest all of your resources, because it can be stripped in one day. Imagine if... If we didn't have who the election went the other way, how long do you think we would be locked down? It just depends on who's at the head. How long would things have been? How different would things have been? Would there be a civil war right now? We don't know because it didn't happen. But we don't know what four years from now is going to bring. We don't know what ten years from now is going to bring. We just know what the Word of God brings us and it's the truth. And brings us into reality of our nakedness. And we don't want to be naked. We want to be clothed. We don't want to be in shame. Because 
We are in Christ. And there is the righteous or bold as the lion. We're neither raw or rough, corrupt. Where your treasure is, there your heart is also. So he's saying, to be clothed in glory, your heart needs to be steadfast. Love God with all your heart, mind, body, and soul, and love your neighbor as yourself. This is a, a great way to be clothed in glory. The light of the body is the eye. If the eye is single, the whole body be full of light. So then he's saying also, your eye must be on Jesus. You can't have your eye single means your eye, like the dove's eye, it's on Christ. Yeah, you're looking around, you're living your life, you're doing, you got to work, we got to eat, we got to support our families, we got to teach our children, we got to do all these things. But what is your eye on? What is your focus? What is your focus? What your focus is on is what you'll be clothed in. Your li- the light, Jesus is the light of the world. Focus on the light and he'll, he'll be in the light. You focus on the darkness, how great is that darkness? The light is the body of the eye, and therefore the eye be single, the whole body shall be full of light. But if the eye be evil, the whole body shall be full of darkness. Therefore the light which is in there shall be dark. How great is that darkness? No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. See, you can't serve your own kingdom or, or make your own kingdom or you, and then the kingdom of God. It's got to be the kingdom of God. That's what people don't understand. But I'm going to do all this. No, it's okay. Have your eye on the kingdom of God and He'll do all that anyway and you'll be good. But we make excuses in our own minds. We can deceive ourselves so fast and start believing it. Believe me. You, it's not only the devil that you can deceive yourself. If you want something so bad that's away from His Word or, or what God wants, you can convince yourself and all of a sudden that lie turns into truth in your life. I've seen it happen time and time again with people. And what, how do we know that it wasn't? Because the outcome later happened. Just like somebody married somebody and we all said that wasn't your wife and the, the Spirit didn't bear witness. Well, how do you know that? Well, the person knew that once. They said it was true, but all of a sudden what their lust desired longer and longer it became, no, this is... But wait, you said God said it wasn't, but now it is because you convinced yourself because it's what you wanted to have and wanted to do. So what we wanted to have, wanted to do, becomes our focus. And then we become, begin to get into the darkness and we don't see any longer what is truth. That's why they asked Jesus. They said, well, what is truth? And he's like, you're, he's like, don't you know you've been looking at it? What do you mean, what is truth? He kept preaching all the time, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And they would come up to him and ask him, well, what is truth? It's like, doesn't make sense, does it? Some things don't make sense, but they make all the sense in the world if you have any sense. But if you don't have any sense, then things start not to make sense because you're trying to make, make out of your own carnal mind and it doesn't work that way. That's why he said, eyes to hear and ears. I, I, well, that would be really good. Ears to hear and eyes to see. And sometimes your eyes do hear if it's spiritual. Right? Because we're not hearing nothing, but we're seeing something, and that way we're, we, we hear what God is saying. Like, these things aren't these things, so these things in the Spirit are senses and um, discernment and things. It's like the whole world speaking at you, but nobody's saying a word. But you're, you're in the Spirit. You're knowing things and, dis- and discerning things and reality even starts to speak to you and 
you begin to understand things. It's called revelation. It's called understanding things that you wouldn't understand. That's what happens when we're in the light. They were blind and now you see. What do you mean? I've seen my whole life, right? I can go on and on about this. You cannot serve two masters. See, you'll, you'll despise the one. You'll, and then it talks about serving God and man. Man is actually, it's, it's idols. Any type of idol. And those, every one of those blankets that we take as our safety, when they're stripped away, They'll be stripped away if they become an idol, because that's what it is. Any covering that's not of the glory of God or Jesus is an idol. If anything else is covering you but Jesus, you need to replace it with Him. doesn't mean you won't have those things in your life, but they cannot be your covering. Therefore, say not, take no thought for your life, what you eat, what you drink, what, you, what your body, yet for your body, for what you shall put on. Is not your life more than meat and raiment? Behold, the fowls in the air, they neither sow nor reap, neither do they, do they uh, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are you not much better than, than, than they? Which of you, taking no thought, can add one cubit stature, and take no thought of raiment? Thought of the raiment, consider the lilies, consider the lilies in the field, how they grow and how they toil. Ne neither do they spin. And yet, I say unto you, even Solomon, what was Solomon's glory? He had money, fame, power. His whole temple he built was full of gold. He was worth so much. But he says, but if you look out there in nature, see that was all built by the hands of man. He, see, man took out of nature and built their own kingdom. See, Solomon built that for the Lord. But then he says, now the real glory, this is a shadow to understand what the real glory is. It's we are the house of God. Right? So he said, even Solomon, all his glory was not arrayed like these because God wants us to see the glory is all over the earth. He says, that as the um, waters cover the seas, God's glory is going to cover the earth. And we are, I believe, we are the glory carriers. I mean, we are the glory carriers, but imagine us all over carrying His glory, releasing it all over the earth. But if you look out and you look in the ocean and you look in the stars in, in the sky, you see the glory of God because it was created by Him. Nothing man can do can match what God has created in his glory. Wherefore, I, if God so clothed the grass in the field today and tomorrow and cast it into the oven, means you know what that means, shall he not much more clothe you of little faith? Therefore, take no thought what you shall eat, what you shall drink. He's saying don't focus on those things that you have to get your blanket. That's not your security. And it's so funny because little kids, they ever saw that one little, what was it, Snoopy or something? Linus, you know, he always had his blanket. It's the blankets. And maybe that dream meant a lot of this too because it's just coming to my spirit. Like, it's our security. Right? Blankets are security. If it's cold out, you get secure. Even if you're scared of something, you go get a blanket, you just feel, right? Then sitting there on the bed with nothing, clothing. But God says, many people have that, but they're not clothed with Him. Our security must be in Christ. 
Our security must be in His Word. Our security must be in our faith in Him, not in the faith of what we have and what we're doing. And that's, that just came, so that's even more that He's saying about. It's a security blanket. Are those things that I mentioned earlier in the beginning of the message. He said, don't take thought in those. Don't worry about those. Don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow has its own worries. Every day there's going to be something to worry about, so don't do it. You think, oh, just today, yeah, I'll get through all these worries, and tomorrow it's going to, everything's going to be different. He say, no, you're going to wake up tomorrow, and something else is going to be there to worry about. So don't do it. Focus on me. It says, but the kingdom of God is right. And it says this, God knows all these things. Father knoweth that he have need of all these things, but seek the kingdom and its righteousness and all these things. So I want to say, Seek the glory of God. Seek the security of heaven. Seek the security blanket of His righteous raiment. Seek the word of God. Seek humility. Seek those things so you're not naked when the things that you're seeking that you think you're going to... How long are you going to be able to take care of yourself when things get bad? Therefore, no, take no thought for tomorrow, for tomorrow has, has shall be thought of the things of itself be sufficient unto the day, and the evil of that day are there too. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 1 through 12. For we know that if this earthly house, this kind of goes with the thing of why I pulled it up because of the thing with Solomon building the temple, and God says, don't you know that I, I'm, I'm going to dwell in the temples not made by the hands of man, made by the, what? The glory of God. God reached down, took the put the elements of this world, and He created us. See, Solomon took the elements that God put into the world, and He created it, but God actually created us to carry His glory. God actually created us to be clothed in His glory. So God created us for His glory. And we create things or get things for our own glory. But see, we need to reverse it, and everything we do, do it for the glory of God. House, a tabernacle, were dissolved. We, having a building of God and a house not made by the hands of man, but eternal in the heavens. For in this we groan earnestly, desiring to be clothed upon with our house, clothed upon with our house, which is from heaven. If so, be that being clothed, we shall not be found naked. For we that are in the tabernacle do groan, being burdened not for that we would be unclothed, but clothed upon that mortality might be swallowed up of life. Now he that has wrought us the selfsame thing is God, who also has given us the earnest of his spirit, clothed in the spirit. There's another one. Walking in the Spirit. How do you do it? You're in the Spirit. You're clothed in the Spirit of God. Therefore, always confident, knowing that will we are at home or in the body, we are absent from the Lord. For if we walk by faith, we walk by faith and not by sight. So the glory is something that we can't see, but God sees it. Maybe those that are in the glory can see those that are in the glory. We are confident to say, and willing rather to be absent from the bodies to be present with the Lord. Who is the Lord? He is the King of glory. Where do we go to be with Him in glory? It's all about glory. 
It's Him. All glory comes from Him. All glory must go to Him. He is the only one that we give glory to. Don't you know? It says, Wherefore we labor that whether is be present or absent, we may be accepted by Him. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone may receive the things which He's done in His body, according to that which He has done, whether it be good or bad, knowing that the terror of the Lord, we, are pers we persuade men, but we are made manifest unto God, and trust also are made manifest in your conscience. For we commend not ourselves again unto you, but give you an occasion to glory on our behalf, that you may have a somewhat to answer them which glory in appearance and not in heart. Now let's go to Revelation chapter 3, 3 through 6. This is another one he says. Remember therefore how you have received and heard, hold fast and repent. If therefore thou shalt not watch, we're talking about watching, that whole song was about watching, the other thing was about watching. I will come as a thief in the night, and thou shalt know, you shall not know what hour, and I will come upon thee. See, if you're clothed in all that, you'll know he's coming. If you're, not, if you're naked, you don't know he's coming. Thou has a few names in Sardis, and has not defiled the what? The garments, their garments of glory, of robes of righteousness is always spoke about that too so righteousness is another thing to be clothed in and they shall walk with me in white for they are worthy he that overcome here it goes again saying about overcome the same shall be clothed in white raiment and i will not blot out their name out of the book of life but i will confess his name before my father and before his angels he that has an ear not everybody that has this ear has an ear. Let him hear what the Spirit says unto the churches. Revelation 7. And I'm going to clothe with it. Clothe. I'm going to clothe with this one for sure. I'm going to close with this scripture. And this, and we should be clothed with this scripture. Amen. I'm going to clothe with this one. Revelation 7. Everybody can stand up. It's, it's a little long, but just getting the point of God gave a dream. He wants us to focus on that. Just so simple. Sometimes we don't have to go for hours just to get a point across. What are you clothed in? Revelation 7. After these things I saw four angels standing on the four corners of the earth. And even that song had the four corners. Isn't it funny how... Uh, God used Marlene to send a song. He didn't hear the song. A lot of stuff that was in the song is in this, and she's not even here. She's in another country right now. And basically, we're all together in spirit. Then Joe comes up here and talks about going up to the mountain. What, what, what was up the mountain? The glory. Holding the four winds, the earth, that the wind should not blow on the earth, nor on the sea, nor on any tree. And I saw another angel ascending from the east having the seal of the living God, having the seal of the living God. And he cried with a loud voice to the four angels to whom was given to hurt the earth and the sea, saying, Hurt not the earth, neither the sea, 
nor the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God in their foreheads. And I heard a number of them which was, were sealed, and there was sealed 144,000, all of the tribes of the children of Israel. That's us. Some people are trying to say there's 144,000 perfect people, but that's a square root number of every one of us, because then later on it talks in another uh, uh, chapter of the Bible of every tribe and every tongue that has the blood of Jesus on them. Of the tribe of this tribe, and the tribe of Judah, and the tribe of Asher, and the tribe of Simeon. And, and it all says after that 12,000. And if you do 12,000, if you do those 12,000, you think there's exactly 12,000? I mean, it could be because God is so amazing He could do that. <clears throat> but it's the square root of all because we have 12 apostles. We have 12 tribes of Israel. Then we have 24 elders. And then we have the apostolic, which is the number 12, which is the government of God. 12 is the number of government. So it is the kingdom of God and all those who rule and reign in the kingdom of God. He's talking about us. And we have the word of God to prove it. And the tribe of Simeon and Zebulon and and after I behold, and it says this, verse 9. And lo, in a great multitude which no man could number. See, here it is, no man could number. Oh, we were just 140. It's all of us. No man could number. Of all nations and all kindreds and the people and tongues stood before the throne and before the Lamb clothed with white robes. That's all of us, right? That are clothed. God says you need to be clothed now to be clothed then. You need to make sure you're not naked now to be, you know? It's not say a prayer, pick a religion, and it, this is why we are, we're here today. Because if we didn't believe and hear some of the Word of God, we would see no point of being here. If it was just to believe what He did and live my life and everyone else is a fool that doesn't say I picked this one and all the other 100,000 religions are wrong. No, there's something about communion, drinking the blood and having being clothed in, in Him, being crucified with Christ, being uh, rooted and grounded in Him, being putting Him on. Having on the full armor of God. It goes on and on and on. It's just not one little scripture that we've pulled out of nowhere. It's an ever-ending learning of, of being baptized into Christ. Yeah, yeah, you might got baptized in the water. Great, it was a great outward prayer. But and you might have even been baptized in the Holy Spirit. But are you stirring up the flame? Are you on fire for God? That's what he's saying. But you're lukewarm. He's talking to the church. Yeah, you were on fire, but what happened? You're letting these things, you're letting these other comforts, you're letting these things, these blankets of your own security being your safety, but I have to be your safety. That's what he's saying. So he said, but these ones had on the robes of righteousness. And he cried with a loud voice. And every tongue in the robes, and they had palms in their hand, and they cried with a loud voice saying, Salvation to our Lord God who sits upon the throne and unto the Lamb. And all the angels stood round about the throne and about the elders and the four beasts <clears throat> and, the four, and fell before the throne on their faces and worshipped God. 
see, we need to be worshiping him here. Everyone thinks you're just not going to worship him here, and they're just going to be there worshiping him. Worship is not a song. It's not a time, that, an hour a week that we take him. It's a lifestyle. It's it's a, it's 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 our life. It's it's what we do. It's what we say. It's what we think. It's where we go. And nobody's perfect, but as we're in Him, the light is transforming us from glory to glory, and from faith to faith. <clears throat> and that's what we're. That's why He says to come together and 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 encourage one another in the faith. Encourage one another to stand. Encourage and, and hear God's prophets to warn the things that are to come. Because not everyone, everyone that reads the Bible can understand the Bible. Unless they're in Him. Unless they're clothed in Him. Saying, And the beast before and worship God, saying, Blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be unto our God forever and ever. And one of the elders answered, saying unto me, what are these which are arrayed in white robes? Where did they? Where came they? And he said to him, There are before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple. And he that sits on the throne that, and dwell among them, they shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more, <clears throat> neither shall the sunlight on them, nor any heat. For the Lamb, which was in the midst of the throne, shall feed them, and shall lead them unto living fountains of waters, and God shall wipe away all of their tears in their eyes. That's what happens when we're clothed with Him now. Forever would be eternity. God is saying we need to put our mind on things above. We got to think of eternity because if you relying on the elements of this world, the rudiments of this world, or the the values of this world, the securities of this world, the security of your government, the security of of your family, the security of your money, the security of what you have and what you don't have, the security your our security must be in Christ. So, Father, we pray right now that we put our eyes fully on You, that our safety is in You, that we be clothed in You, clothed in humility, clothed in Your glory, clothed in, in Your righteousness, clothed in the Word of God, that we will put on Christ and make no provisions for the flesh. God, that we thank You that You've given us the robe of righteousness. We are the righteousness of Christ Jesus. Father, let it be no longer us that live, but you that live and breathe, and everything that we do be in your glory, God. Father, we want to see your glory just like Moses saw your glory, God. We want to walk in it. We don't want to be naked, God. Let us know, God, if we're naked in the Spirit, God, that you would help us to, to go buy nice clothes, buy that raiment, buy us gold, buy the glory that cannot be purchased through the currency of this world, but only through the currency of our hearts, only through the currency of our hunger, only through the currency of our sacrifice. That is how we buy it. Father, help us to purchase that which cannot be purchased by 
the elements of this world. And we seal this word by the glory and the power and the blood of Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen.